0: but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. Welcome to our show. We are the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we need you to share on your digital platforms and the reason is is because over half the country still remains very ignorant about what's going on and if we're going to mount sufficient resistance to stop what's going on short of a miracle from the Lord we need your help—we need the marching feet out there. So please share this far and wide. Um, part of the show is brought to you by Here the Watchman Conference, and it's—it's uh, it's interesting. You've heard me mention this off and on on our broadcast here. I'm going to be in Dallas on March 17th through the 20th. For the Hear the Watchman conference, and I'm one of the presenters, and uh I'm going to have a little special booth that I can sit around and talk to you guys on. And uh yes, I'm looking forward to meeting all of you. In fact, if you use the code Dave20, you can get 20% off. HeartheWatchman.com is where you go. And also, too, you can link to it on thecommonsenseshow.com. On the right-hand side, you'll see a-, a banner for eyes to see, and you'll see here the Watchman there. Click that on and go ahead and register. I'd love to see you. We also have a- On Demand, if you can't travel to Dallas, we have On Demand. I hope you can travel there because I want to meet you. Uh, so remember, com, Dallas, March 17th. And also, we're brought to you by MPS, My Patriot Supply. And if you've learned nothing about what's going on in Ukraine, I hope you've learned that when you've got to leave your place quickly or emergencies hit, you have sometimes no time to respond. The shelves will be cleaned out, and the food you have in your house is what you've got. Do you have enough? Most Americans have three days. So we're asking you, please, get prepared now. It's amazing. MPS has not raised their rates. In fact, actually, on the the four-week bug-out, the sales are still on same with three month and one year that prices have not gone up they're shipping on time i can't tell you how long this is going to go on though especially uh, if the war fortunes change or if putin makes good on his threat to attack our grid by a cyber attack so go to preparewithdave.com and everything you need to know is right there and if you have food you darn well better have water And so we're really pushing the Alexa Pro Pure Water Filter. And and really, the research says it's the best in the business. And the research is at waterwithdave.com. You're going to have to scavenge for water if the grid goes down. I mean, if you don't have power, folks, it's going to be hard to get water for very long. So you really need to have something to filter the water. And I believe that two is one and one is none. You're going to need to have more than one of these. We have three. And there's a good sale on right now. They haven't raised their prices. And I will tell you one thing about this water filter. The manufacturer does not overproduce by very much of the projections. So, therefore, when emergencies hit, every single time they sell out. And I'm warning you, right now there's still some left, but I can't guarantee they're going to. And you're going to have to scavenge for water if the grid does go down you'll have to go to lakes and ponds and streams and swimming pools or whatever and you got to be careful and if you got those 50 gallon drums like I do yeah I know how I have the I have the drops to put in I still won't drink that water without filtering it I really recommend you do that the food and water and and listen our rate of return here on the advertising for these two products is relatively low we could be making a lot more money why do I have this on here because I think we're going to be in a crisis mode where you're all going to need these things Biden is on a one-man mission with the help of his administration to take down this country. He has done nothing to improve the country he's done everything to hurt the country it's exacerbated the war situation that we're going to talk about here in just a minute and you're going to need to be self-sufficient you're going to have to be prepared to be on your own for a while and we really do believe that here at the common sense shows that's why we're pushing these products because we're a nation of procrastinators and really i have my moments too and i'm really trying to get you guys off dead center so please take advantage of these opportunities while they exist Hear the Watchmen. I really, really look forward to meet any of you who are going. And speaking of Hear the Watchmen, we have one of the two founders. Mike Kerr, the other one is his lovely wife, Jeannie Moore. Oh, she is the delightful one in the couple. Sorry, Mike, I had to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, your wife is so terrific, my, but you are too, my friend, and it's good to have you on the show. And we thought we'd have Mike on today. Uh, we're both men of God, and, and in fact, you've even heard Bob Griswold and I recently talk about the potential role of the Lord and what's going on here. And this is going to be no different, and we're going to address current events from our perspective here going through Mike's eyes. So, Mike, welcome Welcome to the show.
1: Well, Dave, thank you so much for having me on today.
0: Yeah, it's uh, interesting times, my friend. I've uh, been doing this now for 15 years as I got dragged into this fight by John McCain who tried to steal the property without compensation of me and my rural community. And I didn't want to do this. I was happy. I was happy being a college basketball coach. I was happy teaching my psychology courses. I was really happy. I had a good life. I didn't want to do this. And honestly, I'd rather be doing that than doing this, because that was positive. This is dealing with excrement every day. But we've got to do it, Mike. And, and uh, let me ask you to start off before we get into the current events part. Do you think we're in or near the tribulation? Are we in those end days? What do you think?
1: Well, you know, Dave, that's a good question. And, and I always advise uh, people that I talk to on my show, you know, if you hear somebody tell you they know the date, run. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> and and so, you know, but the thing is, all the signs are pointing to that we are nearing the end times. Will it come in our lifetime or our, our children's lifetime or our grandchildren's lifetime? I don't know, but everything's heating up. If you if you just if you can step back for a moment and look at the last 3 years, what's happened leading up to today? It it's frightening. I mean, it truly
0: is frightening. Yeah, it is very frightening. I, 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 I'm on the fence about a lot of these things here right now because God did not bless me with His wisdom. <laughs> I just can only hope to approach His wisdom. But as we look at these things unfold today, I, I just look at it and I see a lot of Gog and Magog potential and uh, Damascus being wiped out in a day. I, I don't know if you know this, Mike. This is not being reported, but I have this from my military sources. Uh, we're doing military drills in Syria, air, land, and sea, and so are the Russians at the same time. I mean, you could have trouble breaking out right there. And in the Bible, it talks about the final conflict. Damascus is gone in a day. Yeah,
1: and and we all need to pay attention to that. We, we, we do need to be afraid. Because God's got this, but as you mentioned earlier, you sure need to be prepared, and you need to have the information uh, to make educated decisions. I love what you talked about about the food and about water you know we are uh, we 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 prepare up here in the mountains for a variety of reasons mm-hmm. uh, you know, but you know people aren't as prepared and they need to avail themselves of that i mean if you look at i mean let's just look at the ukraine and what's happening there it's it's an atrocity and uh, the more you look into it and you see that putin has now gone moved his family into some underground facility that uh, could survive a nuclear war he's rattling the nuclear ticket uh and, and the other things that he's doing right now don't exactly present a logical leader. And, and it's frightening. I mean, you look at the attacks that just happened, uh, where the Russians took out uh, the TV station over there, uh, and, and the innocent civilians that are in the line of fire right now. That's, that is all the stuff we read about in Revelation in the end times.
0: Yeah, I know. I know that's that's what I worry about and um people need to take care of their business. I mean, you know, if you ever you had to max out your credit card uh for necessary survival supplies, this is the time. I was looking at some of the people in Ukraine and they talk about their bug out experiences and they they said we could grab what we could carry in two hands and the clothes on our back. Well, if you have a bug out uh for my patriot supply, at least you'd have some food. And, and this is why I'm telling people you need to think preparation right now. What would you need in the immediate and what do you need long term? And my list is food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, tools, and communication. That's my, that's my short list. And if people can't, if people can't respond to every one of those in the positive, then they're going to be left out. Uh, their savings is going to be wiped out. People say, you can't eat gold. That's the most ignorant statement I ever heard because <laughs> a crisis is going to end. And if you and your family survive it, if you have put your resources in precious metals that will survive where fiat currencies will fail, you'll be wealthy compared to other people who did what some people are not preparing to take care of. And they just don't understand that, Mike. And it's it's just it's, it's frustrating to me to t- it's kind of like Noah when he built the ark and people mocked him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's kind of how I feel right now. Well, you know, it's it's interesting how,
1: it, you know, you you a lot of us have done exactly what you you have done. I mean, you look at Steve Quill. You know, he's been doing it for thirty plus years. People thought he was nuts. They th- they think La Marzulli's nuts. They think we're nuts. You know, and all of a sudden they're saying, "Wait a minute." you know, if you look at COVID, I mean, look at the agenda here. Can we talk about the agenda? Yeah, you bet. The agenda, if you look at what happened, they, you know, introduced this fake bug, the pandemic, right? Which I understand, yes, it devastated the nation, whatever it was, bioweapon, whatever it was. But they did that. As soon as that starts to drop off, what happens the ukraine kicks off and so now the country is adamantly afraid of what's going to happen especially financially and you look at joe biden the guy the guy is a puppet he doesn't have a clue at what he's doing but all of this is going on running at a level of inflation that we haven't seen in a very very long time and now war breaks out in the ukraine and he sanctions the russians so does the rest of the world which makes the ruble nearly worthless and yet at the same time we have u.s interests trying to get their money out of the ukraine and they can't
0: and it's like where does this all end dave You you highlighted one key point right there. I don't have an answer for where it's going to end. I have several ending potentials, but I will tell you this. The fact that Biden didn't even consider the welfare of Americans goes right hand in hand with leaving 9,000 Americans behind enemy lines in Afghanistan. His people do not care about this country. They are here to destroy this country. That's their only mission. And I could go through point by point by point and say, this is how you take down a nation. I mean, Mike, this is you talk about ending point. I'll tell you where it should have ended when this was heating up and there was the potential for Russia to invade Ukraine. And they know that Putin needs oil to do it. And the Americans could have the ability to embargo that to the free world. Then he should have resumed domestic production of oil that's the only thing you do and you're facing a potential war what what if putin goes into to czechoslovakia or to poland to further expand his empire desires to rebuild the soviet union see this these were predictable events that were known to us putin started gathering troops almost a year ago on the border and yet what did biden do nothing nothing only his climate agenda is a cult it's a like a religious cult led by Satan is the high priest, and and he'll do nothing. I mean, he'll have America lose a third world war before he would restart energy production in this country. He's a traitor. And uh, go to the border. You look at the border. Hundred thousand, you mostly young males were killed last year by fentanyl sent here by the Chinese, delivered by the cartels. Um, and, and he just has a blind eye into the border. So there, there's many ending points, but this Ukraine crisis would end if Biden, if Biden would embargo and if he would resume oil production. It could end right now, but he wants a war. He doesn't care if it's nuclear. And, and I'll just answer one more thing here to say this is where I know this is headed. In 2014, um, by, uh, Obama tried the same kind of crap to provoke a war with russia over syria and uh the international community didn't uh permit it and so biden or or, excuse me obama failed well the same thing's happening today only this time they've learned from their mistakes and they have us on the doorstep of being annihilated by nuclear weapons that's that's the answer for where i think the end point is
1: well and it's sad dave i mean you know when you have a president like biden in office
0: who What are they going to do? They're lame. I mean, they have, withdave dot com that's waterwithdave.com save eighty dollars for a short time like a thirty percent
1: approval rating war is good for them you know and and I mean even he's he just is a as you mentioned a complete traitor what he did in Afghanistan was horrific but then look what Hillary Clinton did in Benghazi as well. You know I mean it's like ingrained in, in their in their psyche to just abandon the American people and do whatever they need to do to promote their own agenda. And, and that's where we're at today. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, landing points also have short-term and long-term possibilities. And it's, it's such a good question you asked because it, it, it's like a, a maze when you enter trying to answer that question. But uh, the Democrats in the deep state have also planned long-term. And here's what I mean by this. You watch what happens. I've been predicting the rise of Hillary for over two years. I have mentioned it in at least ten articles and probably a half a dozen podcasts. And I said, she's not done. She's coming back. Oh, she's finished. She's in bad health. Well, she's back. And this is the scenario that um, that I believe is coming, Mike. Number one, Joe is going to be gone before long because of the 25th Amendment. And I think the State of the Union could reveal that. And we're we're recording this one day before the State of the Union. So by the time you hear this broadcast, the State of the Union will be about 10 hours old. So um, I think that Joe Biden will reveal himself to be incompetent, to continue in power. He'll be gone. Kamala will be in charge. She'll appoint Hillary as vice president. And Kamala has another problem, Mike. I don't know if you've ever heard me talk about this, but I have this out of the State Department and it's an irrefutable two sources out of the State Department that uh, it's pretty well known in some circles Obama and Jussie Smollett were really good friends and they concocted the race uh, the hate race fake crime that never really was and because Obama wanted to keep his hands clean he put then Senator Kamala Harris on this and she facilitated put bringing the parties together And that that could be leveraged against her to resign from the presidency for whatever reason. And uh, and not only do I have it from the State Department, I know someone who works in a federal agency that I'm not going to identify because it's too easy to narrow down, who works in South America who also knows this same story because the lawyers involved in the Smollett side of things, some of them are from that area. And um, he's, he knows the story. So they're planning long-term. So if, if Hillary is in, they've, they've lined up their long-term solution if this doesn't produce the war they want. Well, you know, we, we have a
1: problem, Dave, as conservatives, and especially as Christian conservatives, where we were quiet for way too long. Yeah. You know, and, and now we're all starting to speak up. But that's not always easy to do. You and I have problems when we speak up and tell the truth, where we get uh, we get knocked off the air and keep your fingers crossed. Yeah, exactly. And And you know, I mean, here you know we, we are just to understand the insanity of where this race card gets played. I think it was last week or the week before. Uh, the Biden administration announced that, that they were going to uh, focus and make a real effort on environmental racism. What? What, what is? It, what is it? Environmental racism to start with. You know what is that? And then he appoints a full-blown transgender, whatever they want to call themselves, to head up the disposal of nuclear waste in in our country. And and it's like you know, I if I could talk to him just man to man, I'd say, "Dude, what are you doing? In, in the inflation is going to take this country out. And now the the war in Russia and what's happening there, it's going to take the US economy down if we're not careful and we don't do something about it. But let's focus on environmental racism. What you know, I, I just, at times, it just boggles the mind the depth of their
0: deception. I don't have an answer. I mean, it just—it's <laughs> like they're b- blind to everything but their agenda. I saw Saki ask the question, um, "Are you going to resume oil production?" No, that won't help. And wait a minute—any economist who's worth their salt, any Econ 101 student would tell you. That this is what you need to do when you go into war, and this could also be used to paralyze Putin uh, Putin's oil output. I mean, here we are preparing to go to war with Russia, and they're one of two nations that supply our oil. What kind of sense does that make?
1: Well, it makes no sense, you know. And it's we've all seen the pictures too of the pipelines, and then they'll show the pictures of the. Uh, mining and dump sites for the car batteries, the new lithium, you know, and and all that, and how that makes no sense, uh, and and it's it is baffling to me why you wouldn't turn the oil supply on to domestic, why you wouldn't why you wouldn't do it right now, the environmentalists, you know, I don't even think they're as worried anymore about it. Uh, I believe that the whole thing with that oil issue in the United States is again, Dave their way of controlling us and keeping the keeping us under their agenda
0: that's true there's that absolutely no doubt that what you're saying there is correct absolutely right. no doubt whatsoever i i it to me we're in such a mind-boggling situation it's like okay the world's falling apart over here and here and there and yet we're going to stay focused on imaginary science of climate change. Do you know when they did the climate change, they called it global warming then, Right. they were meeting in Kyoto, um, gosh, what, 25 years ago, and they fooled around for six days and partied and had fun on the seventh day, and the last day they said, oh, we got to decide something. So they voted whether or not global warming was man-made. Voted. That's how the science was done. They voted. Wow. You
1: know, it's it's... It's crazy. I mean, and, and that's why Dave, you know, when we, when we put together the eyes to see conference, we, at that time, really all we were dealing with was an economy that looked sluggish and we were dealing with COVID and people waking up to COVID. And we felt that as Christians, it's necessary to gather again and, Look at what we need to see moving down the road. Well now it's even more important than ever. Because, you know, the Ukrainian thing is not gonna go away anytime quick. It's it's gonna go on in my opinion for a little while to come. Uh who will jump into the fight over there? I can't tell you that. Uh but I can tell you that when people ask me, Dave, are we on the brink of World War Three? It's kind of, we may already be in it. What do you think?
0: I I think if we go to full-fledged, yes, I think history will judge the fact that we're in it now. The course is not irreversible, but here, here's something I've had discussions with, with uh, Doug Thornton, former Marine contractor in DHS, and um, he sees Putin losing control, and that the uh, he's going to be removed and he thinks he's going to be removed by the globalists and to validate his opinion Putin has issued a no Rothschild on Russian territory order That's that's absolutely true on the other hand I presented in the same interview the notion that it's going to be the Russian oligarchs that control the banks, the rubles down to nothing the oil is in danger depending on what the West does and these oligarchs uh, aren't going to put up with putin who's screwing up their economic fortunes and they'll remove him and so we kind of debated who's it going to be the globalists or the oligarchs and then you've got russian troops who are running out of gas and tanks on the way to the capital city in ukraine and russia is an exporter of oil and they're having trouble getting oil to the tanks no they're not this is called battlefield commanders dragging their feet everything we're hearing out of russia right now and the troops they don't want to do this war in fact when they were starting the conflict they were told it was a drill they were lied to so so I think Putin's in big trouble he's going to be taken out but Mike here's the end game um, he's a caged wounded animal and if, if there is knowledge that he's in trouble and he knows about this I think he will not hesitate to unleash nuclear weapons on the world
1: well i, I I would have to, I don't like the fact that I agree with you, but I would have to agree with you. And I, I, I just, I pray that, you know, the Lord steps in and, and we see this thing come to somewhat of a peaceful resolution, but I, I just don't see it right now. You know, I, I think that your assessment is great because you follow the money and, and the people in Russia right now financially that run things have to be very very deeply upset and they're going to use their power to like you think to overthrow putin now the next question is what happens after that you know i mean we you know we keep going back to that you know like what do we see in the future and you know I'm I'm kind of the consummate everything's going to be okay God's got this. But circling back, that doesn't mean that you know I'm I'm sitting here having ice cream Sundays every day. You know you, you must pay attention, folks. You you must. I mean, uh, I hate to keep bringing them up, but Steve Quayle has fascinating articles on his website. Yes, As Dave, about what's happening, you know what the truth is. How hard do you find it right now, Dave? And sorry to turn the interview over at you. <laughs> it's we're having
0: a discussion, that's okay.
1: How hard do you find it right now to truly
0: get the truth out to people? Um, I'm interfered with constantly. As you know, we I've been trying to hook up there's I there's been five attempts at communication. In the last two weeks with Sheila Zelensky, and I have failed on three days, or she has failed um, through no fault of either one of us. And we've managed to have a couple conversations and in one interview in that, but we wanted to do two more um for various reasons and we've been unable to i mean that's probably the most flagrant example and then of course there's the steady stream of interference if i'm interviewing i was interviewing when i was interviewing doug thornton the other day um the theme from the nfl came in over the interview I'm, I'm not playing NFL themes when I'm, you know, the music for the NFL. Right. Um, I'm not playing that on my broadcast. And I know Doug wasn't playing it in the background either. He didn't even watch football. So that happens. And I mentioned about, you know, Bob Griswold and I getting cut off in midstream where his entire phone system was taken down and we had to finish the interview on his cell phone. So that that's how difficult it is for me. Um, and then there's the censorship question. And and then sometimes my emails back and forth with Steve Quayle, they don't go through. And uh, I've had articles pulled off my website, as has Steve. In fact, I've been notified this morning, this morning's article that was up there about China is no longer up there. So I've got to go research that when we're done here. Uh, sorry for the long-winded answer, but I could go on even longer. Um, how difficult is it? It's extremely difficult, and but here's the most difficult thing. It's not what the other side's doing to me. It's what's really going on with regard to prophecy. Uh, you know, I am an optimist, and I see nothing in the Bible to contradict this belief, although I recognize that I'm probably in the minority, and my probability of this being true is low. But, you know, I, I think we're in the end days um, generally speaking exactly where we're at it's hard to say but I think we're in the end days but I'm dumb enough to believe that if we all got on bended knee and said uh, Lord we repent and we were here to worship you and do your will we could have a change of fortunes because God might remove the judgment he's placed on this nation and really across the planet and we might be able to push the end days back to a later generation and I don't see anything to contradict that in the Bible that we have to be the ones that are in the end days but the way we're going I think there's no question that's where it's headed unless there's a dramatic revival yeah
1: I mean I, I agree with you but that's what we need to do you know as Christians we need to fight back and fight as hard as we can now see I get I get the same questions you get all the time and when I try to tell people you know let's, let's pray and, and let's give this to God because God's got this I, I, you know, some of them were like well Mike what would you do I mean if, if you were on the train tracks and there was a train coming at you would you just kneel down there and pray for that train to stop I'm like of course not I'd get out of the way so a lot of it as Christians we can get out of the way of it but it's our responsibility to look at the big picture look at the big picture and ask the Lord what is it you want of me to
0: to serve your people while my time is still here Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Yeah, I know. That's that's where I'm at, too. So that's what motivates me to fight to make a difference. And um, this might be the final reprieve the lord allows us the freedom to fight against this before we go down the unescapable uh, tribulation into the seven years and so forth
1: well i i
0: you know it could be and
1: you know we're we are we have been so fortunate in the united states for so long and we've also turned our back on god and christianity and we're kind of paying the price now don't you think
0: well yeah obama said we're no longer a christian nation um and i think that that's definitely um playing in now yes yeah i mean we reap what we sow we're under judgment yeah
1: and and that's why guys i mean you know I, i hate to sound like an infomercial with you but any way that you can avail yourselves of the i eyes to see conference you got to do it we want you there in person so we can meet with you connect with you bond with you uh you know all you really need to do is go to our our website here the com. dave's got it up on his site uh and and you know take a look at who's going to be there and who these speakers are and they're the who's who in the prophecy world and you you want to connect and be educated about what's going on because you know what what scares us all is the lack of knowledge or the lack of truth that's what's scary to me Dave it's it's not so much you know that uh, missiles are gonna land here in the states Uh, it's just the lack of good information and we want you to avail yourself of the information that you
0: need as Christians to get through these times, right, yeah, that's you you're bringing up excellent points here, and I think that at the end of the day, people have the ability, and Steve and I've talked about this too, Steve Quayle, um, survival for America may not be possible, but individual salvation is, and you can't control what your neighbor does you can try to influence it but you can't control it but you sure can control the future of your soul and that's why I really encourage people to avail themselves to do things like go to Hear the Watchman Conference and um, find a Bible believing church which is really hard to find today and if you don't find that then do home worship and Mike that's another thing I think that um, um, I'm actually going to write about this next week the church has totally let down the faith totally and uh and to find a a real bible believing church that's not afraid to apply scripture to what's going on in the world is a rarity because they all are to make money and they're all protecting their 501c3 where you can't say anything political and i'm thinking well if you can't say anything political then you don't belong in the pulpit but unfortunately it's most of our churches how do you feel about that
1: i i'm i'm Right in line with what you're saying, it's it's a sad day in the American church, brick and mortar church. You know, we we have it here. The watchman Zoom Fellowship calls that we do on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and you know they they have grown exponentially. Why? Because we don't worry about what we say in these meetings. We we and and like Dr. Michael Lake is is our guest tonight on the Zoom Fellowship. I mean, he's he just tells it like it is.
0: And is. Let's tell people... Um, now, like I said, this will be airing a day later, so this will have already played, but you have it on Wednesday. What are you doing on Wednesday? Wednesday nights we do uh, what's called our Warfare Wednesdays,
1: Dave, which is, is, is we talk about spiritual warfare. Um, people talk about what's going on in their lives and how they feel they're being attacked, and we try to give them the tools to get through that. On Thursday nights... We do what's called, uh, We Are Two, which is pretty much a worship service. And we have people preach like Jamie Walden, and we've just had a wide variety of guys come on and just talk. And they talk about the truth as though, as they, let me take that back. They talk about the truth, the way the truth is laid out in the Bible. And they're not afraid. You know, you go to a, you go to a brick and mortar church now, Dave. And go in and ask a pastor about the book of Revelation. And he'll look at you 90% of the time. He'll look at you as if, well, it's there, but we don't talk about that. Because they don't want to talk about stuff that might be scary. And the book of Revelation really isn't scary, you know, but they don't want to talk about it. And they don't want to make it. They don't want to take a stand when it applies to gay marriage and all that because they're afraid of what it will do to their donors what will happen if one of their parishioners gets upset with their position and stops donating what do they do and we don't worry about that i mean we we just prevent a platform where the true men and women of god can speak their peace and we don't worry about what will happen with it we just want the people to be blessed, and we do it all for free, guys. Anyone's willing to join on on our Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night calls
0: yeah, um, yeah, you just I think I've told you this before, and my audience has heard me talk about it, but it bears repeating it was eleven months ago that at one of the largest churches that has several campuses in Phoenix one of the assistant pastors got up and said, oh, Timothy 2 and Romans 13, and, and the leader may not be a godly man, but he's God's man, and you got to do what he says. And I was thinking, okay, I'm, I'm fine with that as far as you've gone, uh, but what, what where's the exception now? Um, what if he tells me I've got to go be a concentration camp guard and put people to death? I think I might draw the line there. I think I have to follow God's law before I follow man's law. And there was no disclaimer it was left that you must always do what the government tells you to do
1: (laughs) i mean yeah well you know it goes back a long time let me tell you uh, uh you know kind of a little side note my stepson got in the car when when you're when i think he had just started high school and he's an adult now and all that but the topic of motorcycle helmets came up because i i don't like being told you know what what i have to do and and uh, and he just he said well you know the government is only here to protect us and they know what the laws are that need to be written to protect us from ourselves and I was like where did you come up with that? <laughs> and he said like, well
0: that's what we talked about in school today yes, I was, was going to say that. I was going to pull the words out of your mouth Mike yeah. sounds like public school to me
1: yeah and it, so it's this isn't you know, especially with our younger generation, this this isn't something that they just started doing. I mean, the groundwork for this has been laid for a long time, Dave. And again, you see, uh, we as conservative Christians or conservatives, period, in the country became way too complacent. And the enemy became loud and vocal. And now we're dealing with the ramifications of just that happening you know and and which is why it's so important for all of us to stand up as christians especially and lead this country back to a time where we have values because i don't know about you, Dave, but when i go outside in the public and wander around go to the grocery store and all that it's like where did the values go
0: yeah, I have a bigger reaction than that. I agree with you. <laughs> m- 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 where'd the common sense go? Where'd the intelligence go? I mean, you walk into a DMV, and I'm thinking, this is the cross-section of America. We we couldn't win any war.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> where are we going to get the soldiers to fight? You know, I mean, there's there's not a lot of Jamie Waldens left in the world.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I, um, there's a cartoon I saw. I'll try to describe it because the visual effect is undeniable. You've got a re, you've got a soldier in boot camp who's putting lipstick on, and yeah. they have long eyelashes. And then you've got the the drill instructor that's screaming at him, and he says, "Drop and give me twenty pronouns." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, does that kind of say it all today?
1: Yeah, and it is where we are, you know. And the only way to change that is to fight against it. <laughs> it just doesn't. You know, say,
0: you know and, and I'm an old man, and I'm not bragging about me. I'm saying this is the declination of our society. When I go into the gym, and, you know, I've lost strength, and I've had injuries, but I look at guys in their, in their 20s, and I outwork them while I'm there. Oh, yeah. I'm closer to 100% of my capacity than about 99% of the people I see and I'm not bragging I'm saying this is typical of my generation yeah, um, it is. I look at the guys I went to high school with and how successful so many of them are and how educated we all were we knew how to write papers we knew how to do research uh, and we were products of the public school system but today I look at people in equivalent positions that i occupied and honestly i I hate to say this with some exceptions my son being one of them they're a bunch of dummies yeah and and it's not
1: their fault and wimpy dummies wimpy yeah you know it's it's uh you know we have a country right now where some kid wearing skinny jeans making sixty thousand dollars a year Will look down on a guy that's uh, welding or in the construction industry making one hundred and twenty thousand a year, and who's
0: doing manly work. Yeah, there yeah. you go. exactly. Yeah. you know it's it's frightening. Well, there's a war on man. You know, you know when I really saw that, Mike, the war on manhood was, um, and I even heard a criticism of it on the 700 Club, and I agreed with it at the time. It was in the late 80s, early 90s, when the media began to uh, show fathers of families as being incompetent, weak boobs. Yep. Stupid people. Yep. And well, that's when it started, and that tells you how controlled Hollywood is. Yeah,
1: and go to a organized sporting event now, like a... Uh, soccer games or something like that, and see what happens when a kid sprains their finger. It's like they call a medevac, you know. Oh, <laughs> poor Johnny, are you okay? My, when I grew up playing sports and stuff and got knocked down and knocked out, my dad say, you're okay, get up get back out there
0: you know i mean but we don't do that anymore oh like in, i played football when i was in high school uh football basketball and baseball and and on defense i i, I played uh, either outside linebacker or strong safety and so you're always taught that when the tight end releases and crosses the middle whether they're throwing the ball to him or not you put him on the ground you just smack the crap out of him to make him afraid to run an underneath route yeah uh, if they're really going to go to him and I used to do that routinely, and I loved doing it. And it was a typical tactic. Today, yeah. if you do it, you're going to get ejected for targeting. Right. We've well. sissified the game. In pass defense and football, you can't put your hands on them. It's it's ridiculous. When I played basketball in high school and college, you know, you used to be able to hand check the offensive player, and now you can't put your hands on them. Yeah, We have sissified everything that was masculine. I mean, look at the quarterback. I mean, you have pass rushers that are afraid to hit the quarterback. And I'm just using the sports examples to show how sissified we are. Yeah, it's, it's, it amazes me. And, yeah, and it's incredible. Um, when I watch just sporting events and how we've taken the... Um, uh kind of the Roman colosseum out <laughs> of our sports which really sports used to be a manly effort um you know it, it, and and I'll give you one of the public schools this is one that just irks the living crap out of me um I know of situations where person 1 attacks person 2 at school person 2 doesn't want to fight and they just kind of roll over in a ball while they're being kicked and both get suspended for the same amount of time yeah
1: yeah, it it's you know, I mean, look, the if you want to know where I finally said this is this has gone completely over the edge, I don't know the person's name, but it was that it's these guys who are claiming that they're women competing in the collegiate swimming events. And you look at them and their bodies are clearly not built like the women's bodies and they're winning over there and they're trying to say like no we have the right to play on the woman's team you know because we identify as a woman
0: oh my gosh i know you
1: know and it's 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 pathetic that it's even allowed to be considered it's it's so it's just crazy you know and what's
0: the removal of boundaries i mean it's like inviting satan to speak at your church yeah that's exactly it,
1: it there's no difference there's there is no difference and and but like you I have hope you know and the, the hope that I have is in Christ and and that's what we're going to all be about in uh, grayfine texas and and I just want to remind your listeners of one other thing we were able to get the discounted room rate uh pushed off so I think it's good through the 5th uh, so you can still get your group rate right on the hotel rooms. And don't forget to use a code when you're buying tickets uh, for the actual physical event of Dave 20. And you get $20 off your tickets. So, yeah, $20 off, right. $20 off. So get out there. You know, come out and join us. I mean, let your voice be heard. And so any way you can join us, please join us. And Dave, I, we're we're like so thrilled to have you back there again for another Uh, another conference
0: and and uh, we're
1: going to be there guys hopefully you will
0: yeah it's it's uh, i'm honored to be there um in the in the company of such strong christian people and um it's people ask me oh i get this question all the time when i'm on other people's talk shows and they ask me Dave, what do you think it's going to take to get back to normality in our country (laughs) and i have a two-word answer jesus christ yeah we we can't do it on our own society our society is so lost right now i mean you're you just hit it i mean you have men or women and women are men and there's three bathrooms and who the heck wants to do this nonsense um you know it's funny i was talking to a family who they have a choice to put their kid the kid's a really good athlete and put their kid in a Christian school where he'll never be seen by college recruiters or go to the local public high school where they have three bathrooms and they're a Christian family. So they chose the Christian school and they're sacrificing the athletic future of their kid, but they're okay with that because of the character issues involved. See, I don't think families should have to make that choice. And if we were a Christian nation, we wouldn't tolerate this for two seconds. No, no. I mean,
1: back in my day you know, and I'm not young like you, you know, but back in my day, that never would have happened. I mean, it just would have been so repulsive to everybody that would have said, just no. Like, Nancy Reagan, just say no to drugs. It would have been just say no to transvestites, you know. And and I don't know, you know, this whole thing of how do you identify? And I mean, it just it just boggles the mind that we've come to this, and the pronouns, and and all of that. I mean I'd hate to be in law school right now. Can you imagine writing a contract that had to be you know binary to everybody? You know, all anybody that thought they were this or that. You know, I, I, I don't get it. But the answer is, as you said, Jesus.
0: Yeah, that's the that's the only answer. Um and this is why I I think a rally is possible in our country. Um, but without jesus there will be no rally we we will have the antichrist in our time for most of us uh, we will have armageddon in our time and this should be enough to scare people but you know you just look at normal health issues okay people engage in lifestyle decisions that shorten their lives and threaten their lives and they know it despite knowing the risks you know like it's like smoking just as an example why anyone would smoke today is just beyond me and i don't mean to be critical of smokers i'm just saying the health risks are well known and then they can't understand it when they're on oxygen when they're 55 years old we don't look ahead to the consequences and the consequences of being a godless nation is to be ruled by satanists who uh whose middle name really could be genocide
1: absolutely i mean you're you're absolutely correct, and now's the time to wake up, America. It's you know, so often when when we talk to people about uh, getting prepared, both physically and spiritually for the times ahead, people are like, "Yeah, I'll you know, I'll get to that," you know, uh, and, it, and it's like, "Well, when it starts to happen, I'll 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 make sure I'm taken care of." So that didn't work. In the Ukraine, that didn't work in the United States when we had riots and when we have hurricanes and floods and earthquakes. When it happens, it's too late.
0: Then you're on your own. So it's, it's like long. food preparation I talked about. Um, if Putin takes down the grid today, by tomorrow morning the shelves will be empty. That's a fact. I mean, yeah. we we saw that in Hurricane Harvey in Houston. The shelves were empty in less than a day. Yeah. Yeah. And then nothing's going to get shipped, so your just-in-time deliveries that come six times a day to Walmart and large department stores and large grocery stores, that's not going to happen. Yeah. People don't realize this.
1: Look, we're a country that ran out of toilet paper because we were afraid (laughs) of a Uh,
0: pandemic.
1: Yeah. so, So just think when something really hits the fan what we're all going to have to put up with and i'm I'm not talking folks just on the physical physical side i'm talking spiritually too. get it together now you know get it together now before it's too late
0: did you know that a lot of republicans are going along with the national vaccine passport oh yeah did you know that yeah and it's it's
1: like you know, uh, I don't know. I identify as a redneck, so don't ever expect me to agree to any kind of a vaccine passport. That's for
0: sure. But Well, what, I don't agree with it either, but the the Republicans. Um, this is why I'm saying this, Mike. I, I say this almost daily on YouTube and one broadcast or another. Uh, we need to unelect Everybody, The Republicans must be removed in the primary if they're running for re-election because they could stop what's going on if they really wanted to, and they don't. They're, They're prostitutes that drink from the same trough as the Democrats. They take the same donations. Facebook donated to 150 Republicans in the House of Representatives last year. So when you look at that, I'm saying, okay, vote out all the Republicans in the primary and then vote out all the Democrats in the general election. Now, Although I will say this elections don't mean a lot either because we haven't made one electoral change from the election that was stolen in 2020 There's still the same forces in play same same voting machine same ballot procedures same cr- uh, criminal um uh, what do you call it, county clerk and recorders um it's just horrendous what's happening but i look at this our, our whole government has failed us it's not just biden the republicans are just as bad
1: oh i, I agree with you i mean i think we need to start from scratch
0: yeah i, I mean i, I remember i was talking to doug hackman one time and i told doug i said doug do you agree with this i said trump would be better off having you and me in there and even though we might not have expertise that he can get in some of his advisors we'd have the best interests of the country at heart and we'd have his back 'Cause we were talking about how he was being betrayed all the time. Right. And and that's really true. I, I would rather take, you know, Jane Doe off the street and make her the Secretary of State if she loved the country.
1: Well, unfortunately we don't have that now. And you're right. We need that. You know that that goes back to everything we've been talking about on this show today, Dave, Is that we need to return to values in America.
0: Yeah, that's true. And um, you know, one thing I, I would tell people to to also too, and, and I've been asked this question before. When I came to hear the Watchman in September in San Diego, um, someone asked me, "Do you think it's safe to bring my kid?" And I said, "It's not only safe; it's advisable." And I just want to let people know, the content is is fellowship and Christian based tied to current events. And I'd say that's a theme that describes probably 90% of our presenters, and they just bring their own level of experience and expertise. But it's done in such a way that young people need to be hearing the truth in a non-graphic, very civilized format. And it's perfectly, I think, advisable to bring your children to this. And, I mean, obviously I think they need to probably be eleven years age and up, I think to really benefit from it cognitively to understand what's going on. But certainly high school and middle school kids can benefit from this too.
1: Oh absolutely. Absolutely
0: there's nothing we
1: don't there's nothing scary at these conferences. No, oh, it's just straightforward truth. It's
0: straightforward truth and hope. Jesus absolutely. Christ, salvation and how should you be living your life if you're a true believer? Or if you want to be a believer, what can the what can the faith do for you? Absolutely. That's it. It's just, it's just, um, and there's never been a more critical time in human history to have conferences like this. Um, I know we're not sold out yet, so that's good for the people, but it's bad for the faith because this conference should have sold out on the first day. Yep, the world has changed,
1: and and it's. uh, I'll tell you, the people that are there are that are going to be. The
0: true soldiers for Christ. That's true. They're the leaders. Mike, we're flat out of time here, so I just want to thank you for coming on again. HearTheWatchman.com is where you go. And if you use the coupon code DAVE20, you can get $20 off. Our guest has been Mike Kerr, one of the co-founders, along with his lovely wife, Jeannie Moore, of The Watchman. Mike, thanks so much for joining us today.
1: Dave, thank you, and God bless you for all you're doing.
0: Thank you, Mike. Take care.